And good morning. This is Mike Lodge. This is the Business Advisor. Listen, I thought I'd come on just a little bit this morning and talk about what's happening with Elon Musk and Twitter. And I'm just going to tell you what I think is going on. So right now we have Elon Musk, who made a very significant offer on the amount of shares to buy out 100% of, of Twitter, right? Now, Twitter has come back and said, said, uh, listen, we're going to add some poison pills in there. Now, those poison pills have a whole bunch of things where you can have set limitations and everything else. Well, that's not really what Elon Musk wants. He wants control of 100% of Twitter. Now, unfortunately, you have a board of directors who are saying, I mean, it's not enough. Well, there's one major stockholder, the the prince from Saudi Arabia, who's saying, no, that's not enough. Unfortunately, that stock of Twitter was down considerably. They have given a huge price over what it was selling for on the open market, and now they say, no, we want more. But here's some other poison pills. Basically what happens is they don't want Elon Musk to have control over that company. So my suspicion and this is only my suspicion, but I think I'm right. <laughs> I think I'm right. Over the past few years, you and I, we have been on Twitter, right? Unfortunately, some of you are no longer there because you were kicked off. And there are specific algorithms within the program of Twitter of how it monitors you, what you're looking at, what you're saying, um, who, if you're a Democrat or if you're a conservative or if you're anti-this or you're for this, they monitor all of that. And if the algorithm that they've written says, if you say this, then okay, bye-bye. And a lot of you have experienced that. I was off Twitter there for um, several weeks. And I was even talking about politics. I, I don't even, oh, it was about COVID I was talking about which was another reason why a lot of people were kicked off because Twitter became this this goody-two-shoes and decided that they would censor everybody that said anything that was spelled C-O-V-I-D. It happened. So I believe at this point, Twitter does not want you to know what they've been doing. Because I'm telling you, if Elon Musk goes in there, he will open everything up and examine it. And there's a lot of different things that people don't, people at Twitter don't want you to know. That is the behind the scenes things, because when you do your due diligence on doing this stuff, you are looking at the finances, you're looking at the the software, you're looking at the take home in the uh uh, payments of all of these senior executives and board of directors and how much... Anyway, there's a whole list of due diligence that you have to go through. And I am sure that as you're going through everything, after you've, after you've purchased it and you see, oh, there are some tricky algorithms here that may not be ethical, I don't think Twitter wants you to know that. Now, the other issue is that we have a whole bunch of Twitter people who are so upset that they are stomping their little feet and they say, we don't want to work for Elon Musk. He is going to destroy freedom of speech. 
We have to really weigh that ethical question on freedom of speech here because who was doing what? That is the question. So all of those individuals that are working for Twitter and they're, they're afraid and, and they are really woke type individuals, they'll say, we are not going to work for them. We will, re- we will resign. Well, go ahead and resign because there's a lot of talented people out there that can replace you. And if you cannot deal with change within a corporation, you should not be there. You should be gone. Hasta la vista, baby. That happens in so many different cases where where when a, a company comes in and takes over another company, the corporate structure is going to change. The people are going to change. The redundancy is going to be eliminated. And there's a whole bunch of other things that are looked at. But there are change. Now, What's sometimes good about this buyout in in merger and acquisition talk is that the weak people do leave. And you're able to replace them with people who have the talent within the current organization, promote some people, and they are the winners of this whole situation. I'm telling you right now, those individuals who stay with Twitter, they're going to learn a lot from working with Elon Musk. Just that knowledge alone, I would stay there. Listen, I have taken on other companies, other clients of mine, Well, I wanted, I, I, I went in because I wanted to learn. And it has helped me so much, basically from just sitting there and watching and listening and asking the right questions and, and digging in and doing stuff on the lines and everything else. I learned a lot that I was able to apply it towards other clients and other businesses and other other situations. But if you're going to weak, if you're going to be weak, bye bye, hasta la vista, go. That is what happens. The weak run, and the strong stay, and the strong grow. So that is my thought process today on what's happening with Twitter and Elon Musk. Now, what will happen? What's this poison pill? What is it, what is it going to happen? Elon Musk says that he has another alternative. Listen, when you come to the negotiating table, and what is put on the negotiating table is what people work off of. And you may have a whole bunch of different things that come and that is presented on the table. That's what when when I do mediations, business mediations, I always tell the individuals, don't come with an open mind, come to listen and come with a position that you would like to be presented. Come with opportunities, come with the ability to put something on the table that you can discuss. Maybe you can take away from it, maybe you can build on it, but come to the table with something. And that is what Elon Musk has done. Now, Twitter responded and gave him a poison pill. Now, Elon Musk will come back and say, no, I don't like the poison pill. Let's do it this way. So, the the, 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 the problem that I see is that you have a board who is woke, and they are willing, honestly, they are willing to destroy the value of the company and the stock value of the company, and they're going to hurt the stockholders of that company. They are thinking more politically, more wokeness-wise, 
I don't know if there's such a word, wokeness-wise? I don't know. They're acting more woke instead of looking at the deals that will make their stockholders rich, that will make their employees rich, that will put money into their own pockets. If you are willing to destroy a company based on political wokeness, you probably should not be in that company. Because every time that you become woke, you create conflict. Just like what is happening at the moment with the negotiations, which are honest negotiations, honest offers that have been put on the table, you decide to become woke and that creates conflict. Every time that you take a political position within the company, you create conflict. And for the last two or three years, Twitter has created so much conflict that it has devalued them on the ethicness of how they run their company. The management spot style of how they run their company. And as investors, I think you have to take a very close look at, at how, and how and what they're doing currently with, uh, with, with, the, with um, Elon Musk. So that's, that's, my, that's my spin on it. Now, you can agree with me. You may not agree with me. That's okay. We can all spin, right? But that's my gut feeling. Uh, doing mergers and acquisitions and business advisory work for so many, many years, I've been through all of this before, and I've seen the game. Listen, if you really want to see a really good show, watch that Watch that one on Showtime. You'll, you'll know exactly what's going on because it, it, it did it so well. Did it so well. Listen, it's it's uh, it's uh, Easter time, and it's time to be out there with all the family. I hope that you guys all have a really great weekend. Let me know what you think about what I've said this morning. Send, send me a note, send me a text, do whatever you want. It's all in the in the the um, the base of this of this podcast. Read it. Send me a text. I mean, not a text. Send me an email, and and let's see what you feel about this. I'd like to hear what you guys are thinking. Everybody go out and have a great, great, great Easter. I'll talk with you soon. God bless. Bye-bye.